All right, folks. We obviously we have audio because we you know, we record. Thank God we're recording this audio individually. This episode, ladies and gentlemen, just won't have a uh, video for the second half of it. So I'm just going to give you the all the announcement. Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I might even cut this up and put it first. Yeah, we, we lost. We lose video halfway through. That's because I'm dumb. But uh, don't don't let my stupidity make you not a hundred percent agree with my opinions uh, that are expressed in the second half of this video. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna all right. Goodbye, everybody. Let's get trashed. All right, <clears throat> forget it, forget about it, as they forget say in Ireland. About it, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another zoom episode of let's get trashed uh i am your host nick tazo as with me as usual is my as usual jimmy d hi guys and uh since jimmy has relocated to undisclosed locations yeah our uh we got we got so popular that i had to go to dallas uh, during yeah. the week because the popular just we we couldn't cover more ground this way honestly I feel like so yeah we decided since uh the lines the lines to get our autographs in Austin were getting too long so he moved to Dallas and he's handling that market uh, it's honestly better thing for the environment because they're not all driving down here yeah um, I thirty five is like it's a breeze now it's like a racetrack you can just drive as much as you want yeah a lot of people have noticed that and uh, you know hit me up about that so that that's kind of our doing so you're welcome. Yeah, most of 35 traffic was people coming here from Dallas to get Jimmy's autograph, so he just moved closer to them. And frankly, Al Gore called us and said that we solved the environment. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. I didn't really mean to solve anything, but uh, yeah. it's okay. So take that, every millennial girl that doesn't want to have kids because she thinks the fucking environment is going to kill us. What a cock thing to believe. I know it's so. I mean, not o- not only is it stupid, it has personally ruined multiple promising relationships I've had. <laughs> you wouldn't do dating in Austin. It's a f- yeah. It's oh, a I know, dude. Gosh darn nightmare. I know. You wouldn't believe the number of women there. Like, I never want to have kids because I I think the environment's. Gonna, I don't want. Why would I bring a kid into this world? I was like, what world? And she's like, the one that's going to be on fire because of the environment in six years. I wouldn't bring a kid into that. Like, they literally think it's like a Judgment Day, like Terminator 2. Like, it's just elitism. It's soft elite. It's not even soft. It's like hardcore elitism that, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's really even about that. Yeah, I know. Every, every, it's just every woman is like, she, she thinks she's going to be like, hanging onto a chain link fence while her kids on the slide getting chewed up by a neutron bomb, you know, like, <laughs> uh, like term. It's just, I mean, I'm just going to say do it. You think we're living in, this is why men are in charge. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I'm kidding. Men obviously make sick, awesome, rad decisions, totally gnarly decisions <laughs> as evidenced by today's film folks we are discussing discussing not discussing we're discussing uh, i'm already in my irish accent um irish we're, accent we're discussing martin mcdonough's yeah. new uh mcdonough i don't even know how to pronounce mcdonald but it's not <laughs> we're we're discussing ronald, ronald mcdonald. mcdonald new film yeah 
the Banshees of Insurin, or is it Inishirin? The Banshees of Cheeseburgerin. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know how to say it. Like I looked at it once, like trying to like really try, and I was like, nah, this is too much. Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah, it's it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Maybe if yeah, your Irish it does. The Banshees of uh, uh, what is the McDonald's town? <laughs> Where what is what town is Mayor McCheese the mayor of? The Banshees of Burgerland. Yeah, it's something like that. Of McHatburgershire. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's just a love letter to McDonald's. <laughs> it is. It's all about. <laughs> it's all. I thought the founder was a um, a movie about McDonald's, but this one is so much more about McDonald's. You're right. Than, it is. That was my takeaway as well. Than even the founder could could aspire to. Yeah, that movie shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the founder. One of my honestly, maybe I didn't. I don't think about this when I, because it's not a music. Mm-hmm. I so I'm on the record saying I don't like music biopics. I guess that technically applies to I don't like most biopics. That's probably I'm in, maybe I, fair I'm to in say. that camp. But the founder rules, dude. It rocks. It's so good. Have you seen it? I have seen the founder. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's Michael awesome. Keaton. Right. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah. He he steals McDonald's from uh, that guy from Parks and Rec. <clears throat> he steals McDonald's from Nick Offerman, <laughs> and he also uh, he also cheats on his wife and gets a way hotter new wife. Yeah, he's fucking sick. awesome in that movie. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's the goddamn man. You Ray think Kroc. he's worried about global warming? He's worried about making bags and bags of money and yeah, replacing dude. his wife. Let's get trashed. Uh, real ass dude of the week real. is is cool Ray Kroc. Gu- cool guy, cool guy alert. Yeah, here the the let's get trashed weekly award for sickest dude goes to Ray Kroc. Yeah, for the four hundredth week in a four hundredth week in a row, he still got undefeated. It. Ray Kroc, dude, he stole he stole McDonald's. He owns more McDonald's than a dude whose last name is McDonald. Dude, it fucking is awesome. Absolutely nutty. And that's and the kind of world like, I like to live in. Yeah, he even stole McDonald's from them after they had like a, a deal in place. They couldn't they had to call it like something stupid. Yeah. The M Brothers f- fucking cheeseburger restaurant. The M Brothers bullshit. M Brothers hour. something stupid like that. And yeah. he just he smoked them all the way to the ground, dude. I don't even know why he was so mad. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, no, that was awesome. Way to go. Way to go. That's uh I don't know Croc is probably I don't know what Croc is, but the McDonald's are obviously Irish. And this movie, The Banshees of Inishirin, is about Irish excellence. It's about Irish people just being cool. It's about poor Irish people. Yeah, just trying to get along. They're not even necessarily poor. That's they're true. just like yeah, they're they're, just, they live in a world where money doesn't country. even matter. Yeah, that's true. They make enough money to go to the pub it seems like and that's enough. Yeah, they they have no they live like it is this this little Irish village on an island mm-hmm. off the mainland, and they do live like outside of a capitalist structure, I guess, because they don't. You, I'm I'm wondering like, I understand you can live on a farm and you you get milk. You have you can sell goat's milk. They sell some goat's milk and then they get some money at the end. But yeah. they don't like. At no point, nobody has like a job. Even the police nobody officer, has a job. 
who's paying so there's a police officer in town who's paying him to be a police officer like where does his money come from um ronald mcdonald yeah <laughs> gave him yeah. money Mayor, Mc, Mayor McCheese, he had Mayor to hire a police McCheese. officer in order to stop the Hamburglar. Yeah, dude. It's this, this, the the, the one police officer the hell out of people. on the island of Inishirin, his entire occupation is chasing down the Hamburglar. Where is he burgling today? Obviously, as everybody knows, hamburger is a staple of the Irish diet mm-hmm. going all the way back to... When did this movie take place? 1923? Is that, did it give a date? I didn't see that. It did. Yeah, oh, it gave okay. us 1923. Oh, okay, cool. So, which, later than I thought it would be. I'm going to be totally honest. It's funny watching this movie. <clears throat> Martin McDonough's uh, The Banshees of Inishirin, starring <clears throat> Chris, uh, Colin Farrell, and who's the other guy? I can never remember his name. his name. He's in... Uh, Harry Brendan po- Gleeson. Is he? I don't know. Yeah. Brendan Gleeson, um, who famously previously starred in another Martin McDonough film called In Bruges. Yeah, they're both in that movie. <coughs> right? They certainly are. Yeah. And they are reunited as uh, co-stars and with the director for uh, another another romp in Europe. And uh, super, super interesting. Uh, I thought the what movie you, or what are you what are you talking about? The movie, yeah, it's great, man. It's it's so so fun. The whole thing is sick. Like I loved yeah. it. I thought it was like hilarious. It was so funny. It was pretty funny. Um, it 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 gets it it way more like intense than I thought it would be. Towards the I end, I thought. From the from the trailer, yeah, I genuinely thought this was going to be like kind of a a heartwarming comedy, mm-hmm. and it's not. I mean, technically, in the Shakespearean sense, it's a tragedy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it has itself listed uh, as a drama comedy, and I think that's yeah. the perfect genre for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> I will say. Right off the bat, uh, we'll do some trailer talk at the beginning. And I think we've talked about this trailer on an episode of Trailer I love analyzing the trailer after seeing the movie. I think it's so important. It's an important conversation. So tell me, me, what do you think is your number one uh, takeaway? Because I've got the the number one thing that I want to say about this trailer, but I want you to, I want you to go first. Yeah, my my perception was... Because mine might be obvious. Well, I don't know if it is or not, but uh, I thought it described exactly what I was going to get into in a in like almost the perfect way for a trailer. Like it gave you the mood and the theme. It it kind of gave you the plot, but really didn't need to. Um, and then, yeah, I I felt like it was like a true representation of what the film was going to be. Personally, okay, interesting. I actually I, th- I thought the movie was funnier than the trailer actually like intended really interesting. personally yeah i thought it was That's, i thought it was going to be funny but like there were some lines i was like dying laughing at like i really yes. enjoyed this style of comedy and uh i don't know what that is or if that's just like you, mm-hmm. you know not necessarily english comedy but the lines Absolutely are very not. dry and sort of like 
you know, there's no jokes, obviously, but the lines are just so good. It's almost like Napoleon yeah. Dynamite if it was Irish or some shit to me. <laughs> like, all the lines were just so funny. Like, I just want to say them all the time. They were. It's really funny. My complaint... I mean, my complaint is that most of the best punchlines are in the trailer. Okay. Um, Even I mean, when he says... Is, the movie is funnier than the trailer, but that's because the movie has 20 punchlines and the trailer only has 14. But... Okay. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Most of the funniest parts, while still enjoyable when I'm watching the movie, I knew that they were coming because they had put it in their trailer. They put so much funny in the trailer to make me think this was like going to be a straight-up comedy yeah you know i mean some dramatic elements uh, an adult comedy not like fucking stepbrothers or uh you know i I was expecting yeah i was expecting dodgeball i was expecting an adult like mature kind of comedy Mm -hmm. which i got it was way more dramatic and way more intense than i expected it to be Mm -hmm. uh especially especially at the end but my complaint is that that too much of the funny was sacrificed by the trailer, I think. Yeah, honestly, I wonder if we if we watch different trailers because like the trailer I saw made it seem more like it was about maybe we watched it together. But I think we watched it together. It might be on trailer trashed. That might be trailer trashed episode four or five. Yeah, it could be. Um, Listeners, I go thought, back. Yeah, I'm curious. Into Let's get trashed. If you're not following and subscribing, go subscribe to Let's Get Trashed on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, and also, go back and find our Trailer Trashed episode. And in the description, I should, if I was responsible, <laughs> I, sh- I should have uh, listed the films that we watched in the trailers we were discussing. And I'm pretty sure the Banshees of Inisherin is in either uh, Trailer Trashed 4 or 5. So like and subscribe and go back and listen to that. The what's interesting to me, so I I thought I thought it was really funny. I thought most of the great jokes were burned by the trailer, which okay. was a little disappointing to me. Yeah, I thought so. The trailer, I almost thought the opposite. Like the trailer was like, oh, this is gonna be like it's gonna be funny, but it's like more about this dark, very specific situation of his friend not want him wanting to talk to him anymore, and yeah. uh, Colin Farrell's character not being able to let up, and that is pretty much what it is. That's 100% uh, what it is. Yeah, and like I, I, I loved that it was such a it's such a simple premise for a whole movie. It is. Which is it's really, very, really cool. It, so it was originally written to be a play. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because Martin McDonough is a playwright. Oh. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a film writer and a film director. He's a million different things. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but he's, all, he's a playwright, and so he, this was going to be a play, and then it kept growing past past the play mm-hmm. and he turned it into a screenplay and then it and then he then he then it became a a, a film that he directed gotcha so uh but yeah it is a very simple premise first <laughs> dude, of all dude, i mean dude, just thinking it, about some premise, of the lines and some of the, the movie just makes me laugh yeah it's a beautiful <laughs> film it's a beautiful film i think it's i mean not in any particularly cinematic way although there's a couple really cool shots that i i thought were like striking mm-hmm. that i noticed it's just a beautiful but, island 
Probably but the fact hard. is, it's yeah. in the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Yeah, this this <clears throat> island off the coast of Ireland, uh, with all these like brick walls and this beautiful pure green. It's why they call it the Emerald Isles. I finally understand what they're what the heck they're talking about. Yeah, is uh yeah the Emerald. It's just beautiful and green, and this place is like pristine waters and these cliffs above the water and these beautiful green fields. It's it's one of the most beautiful it looks settings incredible. I've ever been. I want to go to Ireland now. I'm sure the like, bookings for Ireland like get an uptick after, you know, seeing like people seeing this movie. Have to at least a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how many people um I don't know. I don't know how many people watch this movie. I don't oh, know how I like, lot, successful man. it was. I've been recommending so. it. This is one that I've been going out of my way to like recommend. All right. We're getting it out of the way. I'm yeah. recommending it highly as well. Yeah. I, this this might be one of my favorite movies of like the whole year, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Me too. I I don't know. I don't know why I I don't know why I'm like not. I'm definitely less enthusiastic about it than you are. I I'm it. glad that you're having so much fun. I'm yeah. happy to. I'm Thanks, happy man. to see Jimmy D with a smile on his face. Thanks, dude. Yeah, no, it was fun. I really really enjoyed it. It was sick. I I loved it. It's very like obviously excellent, very competent like filmmaking. Um, the story is incredible. The the dialogue, the writing, and and even all the acting was I thought tremendous. Um, oh, I just great. thought of a caveat though. It Go is it. heavy, heavy Irish speaking language. So if yeah. you have not seen an Irish TV show or heard a lot of like Irish people like speak, I I used to watch like Dairy Girls for a little bit, so I could uh-huh. I could kind of follow it a little bit. But at first, it was really difficult for me to watch that show. Uh, but it's it's pretty much that like you really do have to like pay attention and because yeah. at first you're like, what the fuck are they saying? Like they yeah. they're speaking fluently and pretty fast. You know, they're speaking at the cadence I think that the the language is that supposed to be spoken at. You know, normal people would speak. Yeah, yeah they like, didn't they didn't dumb it down for American no, audiences for sure. No, not at all. Um, which is fine. I I had some trouble at the beginning of the film, and then I uh, I settled in. Same. And I was like, I it, I just I I I just got it all after that. And frankly, it's also a thing of like, if you miss a word here and there, it's really not that important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's gen it's gener- genuinely fine to miss a few things yeah in a film um but yeah you're you're right it was tough i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know colin farrell's name until i got out of the theater and checked it out on imdb yeah because I, I, I honestly forgot it everyone has names that you never say except his sister's name which i forget but they all have so they all have really irish names yes. colin farrell is padrek mm-hmm. Uh, it's the super Gaelic, it's the Gaelic version of Patrick Sullivan. In America, he would be Patrick Sullivan, but he's got the Gaelic. But didn't name they of say it like a weird way? Like they said, Patrick. No, they didn't and say then, the it, full name. They called him Paul or something like that. They called him Pat. Okay, but just with Pod. their accent, it sounded yeah. Different. With their accents, it sounds weird. Yeah, but they, and they said Patrick a couple times. Uh, but again, with an accent, I can't even like replicate it right now. Yeah, it. I've but he's never... Patrick's. Yeah, that, those accents were like incredible. It wasn't like you hear Goofy, someone impersonating an Irish accent. It's like this was not yeah. that. 
No. Yeah. This was like legit. I mean, they're all actually from Ireland, so they can all just yeah. do it. I wonder if there was some sort of like... If Brendan Gleeson was, was Column Doherty. Column that was the easiest an, one. Yeah. Yeah. Column, yeah. He was the easiest one. Um, Shabon, that's uh, Colin Farrell's sister by Carrie Condon. Her name is uh, Shabon Sullivan or whatever, whatever the Gaelic version of Sullivan is. Yeah. Shabon is a name I am newly... F- I'd never heard that name before. Neither have I. Until... Like a year ago, yeah. um, there's a character named Shaban in a uh, in a Gillian Keeves skit. Uh, uh, Shane Gillis and uh, John McKeever, their 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 skits that they put out on YouTube. So the good. one Trump Trump speed dating. <laughs> uh, one of that. the uh, Kyla Fo- uh, Kyla Fox plays. She's she's another Philly you know comic like all of them. Or she's a Phil- she's part of the Philadelphia scene. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Gillian Keeves, she plays Shabon, and I'd never heard of that. But she's wearing a name tag that says Shabon, and that's like the first time I heard that name. And then I've heard it several times after that. So I was I was right there as soon as they said my sister Shabon. I was like, I know what that is. Oh wow! Um, and then all the other stuff is pretty pretty you know similar simple I guess Sheila, Barry, Pat, all that kind of stuff is normal. What was his uh, friend's name? Like the the town idiot's name? That was that was Barry. That was Barry. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was Barry. Oh shit. That actor is so uh, good too, man. He was awesome. He was Barry he was Barry K- uh Kagan. Okay. Kagan. Yeah. Yeah, Barry Kagan. Uh the town the town idiot. So, <laughs> it's I mean, this movie's great. Yeah, it's, it's exactly so, so it's a beautiful setting. It's 1923, but they're on an island, so it's even older than 1923. Which is also kind of genius. Mhm. It's 1923, but you don't have to dig up any 1923 cars to make this shit look realistic. True. Yeah, you just need some buggies and a cow. The exact at the yeah. exact same time, where uh, that this is happening in Ireland, where uh, season one and two of uh, uh, Peaky Blinders is going on. Really? They don't even know yeah. about that drama. Yeah, Peaky Blinders is a great, great show. That's season one and two is like in the 20s, I think. Mm-hmm. In in Manchester, so or yeah, they're in Northern England, but they're all Irish that are like living in England. Yeah, so they're in Manchester doing you know uh, crime. I'm pretty sure but the Titanic is, sank. This is the only thing I can remember. I'm trying to think of something relevant, but the Titanic sank in like 1912, I believe. So they would I have. Had it was 19, that, I thought it was earlier than that. No. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember. Yeah, so um, that that would have been fresh on their minds, somewhat yeah. fresh. Nineteen twelve. Wow, I really nailed that. Was it really twelve? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah. The so this whole thing is like, but it, because they're on an island, they don't have any cars. They're all poor. They're yeah. just farmers and townsfolk and whatever the hell people. I mean, do they're just getting think. over the Titanic sinking. Yeah. They, yeah. They. They're. <laughs> they're it's like their nine eleven. I don't think Sorry, they continue. Care that much. You, you go go for it. I don't know Sorry. how many the only, you know, it was just a bunch of poor Irish men. It was just a bunch of Leonardo DiCaprio's that died on the on the Titanic. I don't think you, know, you don't think they call it their 911? I don't think they call R9 it their 911. No, I don't, I don't think know. they do. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, Who's there's a, there's an know. Irish civil war happening on the mainland that they can see and none of them give a shit about it. Ah. 
which is yeah, great. that that is kind of funny. They're like, oh, there's a war. It's over very there. funny. They're like, what's is that war still going on on the, an island across like where that you can see? Yeah, like yeah, right they can next see cannon fire. They can see like explosions and smoke go up, and it's just in the background. These people live their farm life. Mm-hmm. They live their tiny island life, and they see that there's a war for Ireland going on. But it it's so great because it's such a great point of like it doesn't matter to them. No, their life will not change. They, they're almost like. Like they don't even know what to think of it. They're just like, oh, what's uh, yeah? yeah like, it's why very... are they fighting? That they were like, it made more sense when we were fighting the English, but why are we fighting each other now? Yeah, they're like, they could just go you to know. the pub and be homies. Yeah, or like, like it made more sense when we were fighting like Protestants, but now it's like different factions of Catholic Irish fighting each other. Yeah, like that. I don't even understand what that could possibly be about. Uh, it's probably about who's. Who wants to kill I- kill English the most? That's like the point of the. That's the point of. That's how an Irish civil war erupts. Is yeah. they're in the middle of fighting England, and then one half is like, "We should kill him with knives," and the other half is, "We should kill him with guns," and then they fight each other for a uh, hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's definitely a big part of it. So, this beautiful idyllic quaint little island town folks that's what we're working at that's what we're looking at yeah it's so Uh, beautiful it's day one and our boy colin farrell goes to his best friend's house it's a small town these people don't have a ton of friends he goes to his best friend's house dude he goes to his dog's house every day at 2 p.m he's like the you hear the two bells ring it's 2 p.m we're gonna go to the pub his boy, he sees his, he's knocking on the door. Nobody answers. He sees his boy in the window. He's like, hey, man, we're going to the pub. And his uh, uh, Colin doesn't make eye contact, doesn't look at him, nothing. Colin goes to the pub by himself, and he's like, he'll be back. He'll be here. There's no way he's not going to come hang out. Dude, that's what we do, doggy. We hang out. That's all there is to do. Yeah, yeah this, first uh, of all, yeah, that's all there is to do. Yeah. Um, drinking, dude, dark ass beer. I can only assume. I mean, I'm gonna call it Guinness because it's just a super dark beer. It's probably something else. Yeah, it's probably a more. Lo- it's probably like. I mean, not that Guinness isn't local. It's probably. It's probably something that you can like only get there. But it's a dark ass beer. I don't know how they would. Dr- I mean, I just feel like they'd be fucking wasted by three thirty p.m. But not those. even. Not even wasted, dude. Just heavy. Just full. Yeah. yeah. I, I had guess they two have whiskey Guinness too. They, they had whiskey in the movie. Oh yeah, they have Irish whiskey yeah. for sure. Um, and that's what you—that's what you drink when you really want to uh, get fucked up. Yeah, they're drinking whiskey. Beer is like nothing to them. But yeah, they're, they're just drinking these dark ass beers in the middle of the day, and it's like, damn, that looks awesome. I almost left the movie theater to go find an Irish bar in Austin. Oh, you should have had drinks or had uh, the movie somewhere where you could order a beer. I mean, I did have it somewhere where I could order a beer, but I... That would have been nice. Yeah, I guess I could have ordered a Guinness. That's a tip. If you watch the movie, drink a Guinness or a dark beer while you watch it. That would have been cliche. I would have been so embarrassed because I was at Alamo Draft House. So was I. I would have been so embarrassed to write my order on the little card and hold it up. Irish beer. For it to be like, can you bring me a Guinness? Yeah. And a cheeseburger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bring me a Guinness and a cheeseburger, what this movie's about. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, baby. So his boy doesn't join him. Mm-hmm. 
he even goes back to be like, what's the deal? And he doesn't join him. And later he comes on his own. Dude, Colm comes on his own. He doesn't even want to hang out with Patrick. Colm but he doesn't tell him. That's what's weird. Like, he just, he's giving him the silent treatment, which is, you know. Feminine, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's woman. First of all, it's womanly behavior. This entire premise is very womanly behavior. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just get- it's just kind of weird. You are kind of think there's a lot. There's so many points in the movie, and I actually like this. You're like, what's going on? There's some yeah. like not really misdirection, but not really giving you the full story for for such a simple story that I kind of yeah. liked. You know, uh, it really does let's, develop. Let's, you know, this is the let's get trashed sexism corner. Sexism and, corner. And I'm I'm saying it right off the bat. Column Doherty, played by. Brendan Gleeson, you're acting like a girl, okay? Yeah, he's being a, a little much. When he's like, I just don't, we're not friends anymore. I was literally, so that's the that's the whole point of the movie is that this guy wakes up and he decides he doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell anymore. He doesn't want to yeah. be friends with Patrick anymore. Mm-hmm. Because while admittedly a sweetheart of a man, he finds his best friend, Patrick, to be very boring. Dull, yep. Yeah, dull. And Brendan Gleason, uh, I'm going to use the names interchangeably from now on, folks. So, no, I'm if I say Column, I mean Brendan Gleason and vice versa. Yeah. Column is saying, you know, he's like, he's like, I have to focus on other things and I can't spend all my time. I can't, I can't waste all my time hanging out with my boring friend because I'm not accomplishing any of the things I think I should be accomplishing. Yeah. Um, and that's the entirety of the movie. It's it's him <laughs> making that proclamation. It's Colin Farrell dealing with it. It's but, but, trying trying to overcome it. Yeah. Trying to understand. Trying to fathom. A trying to fathom a grown man, all of a sudden deciding to not be friends. Imagine saying that to someone on an island of thirty people. Like I, I'm yeah. never talking to you again, and I never want you to talk to me again. Even though yeah. This island has thirty people on it, for sure. So Not every it, so everyone knows on the island what's going on too. Everyone's like, it's very obvious. This is the it talk turns of the town. this town yeah. upside down, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so funny. It it rocks this little community. Uh, everyone more fucking so, knows what's going on. More so, dude. There's a we'll, we're I don't even want to spoil this, but there's another big bombshell that gets fucking dropped. Uh, and none of the none of the characters even give a shit, dude. Like in the middle of these two guys fighting about their dead friendship, can you hint uh, at it? I'm he, trying to remember. Or, uh, it's about it. the police officer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And the this big bombshell gets dropped in the middle of these two guys fighting about their dumb friendship, and the next morning, everybody in town is like. I can't believe they're still not friends. <laughs> like it's still <laughs> yeah. nobody. Everybody, everybody was at the pub when this yeah. huge revelation happens, and nobody was like, "Whoa, wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody reacts to the thing that is inarguably way bigger. They're still like, "Man, I can't believe uh, this dude doesn't want to talk." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, "Well, we just did just have our nine eleven could just be a weird time for us they just can't they can't cope they're still it's been a it's been 11 years since the titanic yeah none of these people these people probably didn't even know about the titanic 
I think they would. No, maybe they did. They yeah. had like news. Had, like, news reaches them. I, yeah, know. they had some news. Yeah. Um, I guess they weren't that like isolated. Um, but yeah, that's our whole story. It's in the most beautiful setting, mm-hmm. and it's one man no longer wants to be friends with his dumb but nice friend, and the consternation that this causes amongst the townsfolk hilarious is uh monumental so the town is all in knows about everything i've got just a few notes so it's a funny scenario it's a it's a it's a obviously unusual interesting thing um for a grown man to suddenly make this decision uh not even like in a casual way of just like because he he reveals that the reason he does it he wants to be remembered he's a musician he's a violinist and he wants to compose he wants to be remembered yeah he wants to leave something past, behind yeah but he wants to leave something behind he's not even sick he's not well that's not a spoiler yeah he's not he's not dying or like anything like that he's not dying you know? yeah he's, he's just, not he's not sick or anything. Um, he just doesn't want to bullshit there, anymore. There is talk, and there is 1920s talk of despair. They even they do say the word depression in one part of the film. Yeah, um, but he calls it a despair mm-hmm. himself. This is being Colum, the violinist. Um, so there's a little bit of an acknowledgement of what we would nowadays refer to as mental health issues. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Bunch of a hundred percent. It is actually it is actually bullshit. It is a hundred percent fake bullshit and this guy's just being it's an fake, asshole. Fake news. Yeah. He the first fake he, news. Um but he just decides to cut off all contact with his formerly best friend. Not even saying if because he says I don't ha- I don't have I don't spend enough time working on my music. I don't spend enough time playing my violin. I don't spend enough time writing music cuz I spend so much time talking with you in the afternoons. Yeah. But I mean, first of all, you could say, "Hey man, instead of going to the bar at 2 in the afternoon and staying there till midnight every night, I'm gonna meet you at the bar at five. I'm gonna we're, let's do yeah. the bar at five nowadays. Yeah. I'm gonna take those three hours to. I'm gonna spend three hours a day playing violin and writing. Or mm-hmm. you know what else you can do? Uh, pretty easily, considering the fact that you're an Irish peasant on an island who doesn't have a fucking <laughs> job, anyways. Is why don't you just write your music whenever the fuck you want? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have anything to. You know what? You know what you do all morning before your boy shows up at two. Fucking nothing, dude. You don't have a job. This yeah. is not a world. Yeah, where it you doesn't like... even really say how he makes his money at all. Like, there's no yeah, really background or history on of... him at all. Exactly. We get a brief glimpse of like what, um, uh, what Patrick and Shaban, the brother and sister, what what they do for finances. They they sell goat milk and they have a cow or something like that. So every every week they sell their milk to the the shop and they collect some money and that's kind of you know. They probably do more farmy type shit, but that's the only thing they show us is just the milk thing. Yeah, just to give us a quick, just a they do make money, but mostly just yeah, they're doing something. Yeah, 
Um, and what's insane is that they don't show us anything about what Colm does except play violin. I guess he teaches. No, he teaches music lessons. I thought he just started to do that, though. I think he just started to do that. So that could so definitely I, be income. That's income. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah he's for getting, sure. He's getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But again. But before that. You can you can scale back your time with your buddy and be productive. You don't have to like cut him out of your life entirely. But that's also it's it's and pretty clear that there's a jam sesh every single night at the bar. Yeah, like you can literally just all the time. Like, hey guys, I got a new tune. Y'all want to work on it? All the time, and his buddy is more than glad to hang out and watch them play their songs. There's, he can't even join in. Yeah, with that interfere. Sh- yeah. yeah, he's not like interfering. You know, um. So here's where the movie gets. Uh, real is and if you I, I you know I don't know I'm not gonna do like a necessarily I'm not gonna do a spoilers like voiceover to be like skip to whatever but this part is gonna be a little bit of spoilers again it's a drama he says this in the trailer he says if you talk to me again I've been very clear with you I don't want to be friends with you if you talk to me again I'm gonna cut my finger off with this old timey scissors I have that to me are current timey, but anybody <laughs> watching this, they're old timey. I'm gonna current use these current timey. timey scissors, yeah, to cut my finger off. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Dude, shut the fuck up!" He's gonna cut his fingers off. And some people yeah. are like, "You don't." His his best friend, or his other friend, Barry, the the weird kid, is like, "Dude, you don't want to even just tr- see if he means just it. See like, if he's for real. Try it, dude." Yeah. Uh. And here's what's fucked up that I didn't expect. And again, spoilers. This motherfucker cuts his finger off. Yeah, I was not. I wasn't going to say it wasn't on the table, but I didn't think it would actually come to that. I didn't think it would actually come to that either. Yeah. And I certainly didn't think it would come to where it come. I I didn't think it would go where it ended up going. Yeah. Uh, Because throughout all of this, they just keep diving, getting deeper and deeper and poor dumb dull patrick he keeps misconstruing things he hears something he keeps he keeps seeing a silver lining he keeps thinking the storm's about to break yeah and that he's going to mend this he's still trying he, to yeah he mend the breakup and it's too it's too yeah. clean of a breakup on the other guy's end where he's like what the yeah. fuck it's not cl- it's not a clean breakup like you're still my For friend sure. why aren't you talking to me he keeps trying he keep and any little thing any tiny like gesture or whatever from the other guy he interprets as oh I, maybe the friendship is salvageable and he goes back to talk to him again to in an effort to do so mm-hmm. and then he keeps misreading signs and it he keeps getting shot down in a devastating series of just like personal personal L's that that this fucking yeah. dude is taking um, to the point, not only does his uh, confidant and sister move out of the house, she moves to the mainland. She can't. She's a bookworm. Mm-hmm. She's the only person on this island that's not somewhat educated. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even the brilliant musician is an idiot. So the one, you know, his sister that's much smarter than him, but she's very compassionate and very in- intelligent and. and uh, she leaves. She takes a job elsewhere on the mainland. Um, which leaving leaving 
Colin Farrell, Patrick, his only friend in the world being an, his animals. Specifically, like what was that, a pony or a donkey? Donkey. A donkey. Ginny. He's very fond of his animals. He's a yeah. sweetheart of a guy. He really is. Doesn't, he's a sweetheart of a guy. He doesn't understand why this is happening That's to him. That's his whole character arc. He doesn't understand these people, this man's like vitriol to- towards him. Mm-hmm. So suddenly, from friendship to to friendship to hatred, uh, he understands why his sister leaves, but he's heartbroken by it because they're very close and they love each other, and yeah. she's his, you know, remaining adult confidant. So he's back with his he's left with his animals, who he's also very fond of and very. He he's an animal lover. He's mm-hmm. a great dude. Um, and then again, spoilers, folks. We're in spoilers for sure. After another confrontation, another conflagration between him and his best friend, what happens, Jimmy? He cuts off all of his fingers on his violin hand. Yeah, Is that what you're he about? had. He had already cut off one. He says, and he cut off fucking, his index finger. He cut off his index finger first. Which is fucking ridiculous to me. I don't know. I think on violin, the pinky is more valuable. Okay. Yeah. I would have cut... If I was doing it for purely violin reasons, I would have cut off my thumb. Or I would have cut off something on the other hand. For sure. Cut off your on your bow hand. Yeah. Because you can hold a bow with fucking two fingers. You've yeah. got three spares. <laughs> two pinchers and you're good. Yeah. You've got you've got a bunch of spares. I do know how to hold a violin bow. Technically, you need like four, whatever. But mm-hmm. I guarantee you can do you can do with if like you had to. three. Yeah, you'd be fine. guarantee. Yeah, you can make that work. Or if you're cutting off on your on your uh, on your fretboard hand, mm-hmm. cut off the thumb because that's the one that doesn't get used. He doesn't want to cut off his thumb because it's then the hand is completely useless for anything yeah. but violin. But Mister Fucking Artist over here, once you commit, <laughs> asshole, you know. Cut off your goddamn thumb first, but he doesn't. He cuts off his index finger, so now he's playing violin with his three other fingers. It is insanely paradoxical that he doesn't want to spend time with his friend because he wants to play violin, and it, but then he also is cutting his fingers off and not to able prove to, to his friend to he's appreciate. serious. He yeah, threatens it's just to cut like his fingers what off. is yeah, it's and he know. does. It's an it's interesting. It's an interesting you know development for sure. Yeah, I don't know what. Else he could have done. Or I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what this guy's fucking problem is. Uh, <laughs> what? So, but again, after another, after another conversation between him, he's like, "I promise you, if you come back again, I'm gonna cut off, I'm gonna cut off the next four fingers." Yeah. And again, again, something else happens, and that, and Colin or Patrick goes back, and Colin's like, "You just don't get it." And he leaves. Colum does cut off fucking the other four fingers. He's got a stump hand. An ugly. And it's all like zigzagged That's and uneven. It, it's all like it's gross. All, it's all open wounds. He didn't bandage anything. He's I don't letting know his what dog like fuck. lick his he wounds his dog and shit. Lick, yeah. And he's like, I almost fainted. No shit. It's, it's gross, dude. It's like intense. And it's fucked up. He th- when he, when every time he cuts off a finger, he throws it at his former best friend's house he throws it at patrick's like, this front is door your fault <laughs> to make a to make a point as, yeah. as if i'm like i'm dead serious here's the fucking finger i cut off i'm throwing it at your door mm-hmm. which is 
so hardcore. And, and again, this movie was so funny earlier. And then I'm watching this part being like, I'm horrified at the realness of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm horrified at like the severity of it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's definitely uh, watchable. It's not like gross in, in an extreme way, but it does happen yeah. and you do kind of see it. You don't see it him doing the act, but no. you see the aftermath. And so like if if you're like disgusted by that kind of shit, but it's, it's pretty tolerable. Yeah. Uh, and then it becomes, you know, so he throws his four fingers all at the door. Oh, when this Pat- is so when Patrick's sad. not there. And while he's not there, he can't pick up the fingers off the ground. His animals get to him, and his donkey eats one of the fat Irish fuck fingers yeah. and chokes to death. That's like his favorite so animal. His old best friend's spiteful act mm-hmm. ends up killing his last confidant an animal that he loves and his last friend his sister just left dude the drama gone. the drama is so heavy like you're it sits yeah. so heavy on you in this movie it's really good and then the movie becomes fucking john wick <laughs> <laughs> he's on a vendetta he's not a nice guy anymore it, it, he's it, like yeah. you killed my dog our <sighs> poor our poor lovable <laughs> sweetheart of a man is now he's just it's the he's the most intense shit I've ever seen. He goes to the dude yeah. in the bar in front of everybody and he's like totally different fucking, man. Yeah, he's a different ki- guy now. Yeah, you killed my donkey. He's like tomorrow's Sunday. You killed my donkey. I'm going to church and then at 2 in the afternoon I'm burning your house down. Yeah, with you. That's I don't what care if is. you're in it. I hopefully I you don't are. Care. If you're in it or not I'm burning the house down. But he's but he's just an animal lover still, and he's like, I'll make sure and get your dog out. Yeah, he's because he's a he's he hasn't completely gone over to the dark side. He's still a good guy. Yeah, but he's like, this is the consequence of your action. I'm burning this fucking house down. Yeah, and yeah. then guess what, dear audience of Let's Get Trashed, he fucking does. Everyone means what they say on this island. Yeah, because there's nothing to do. Yeah, it's an insane. I mean. But that's so I'm watching I'm watching the this island like, of keeping your word <laughs> no matter the cost. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the a, island it's the of island. zero empty threats. <laughs> this must be the island that Liam Neeson is from. Yeah. The fucking taken island. This is where he like, was born and bred. He's like, I'm, I'm that he's for like, you. he's like, I've got a specific set of skills. Uh-huh. I'm going to find you. You don't know. I'm going to I'm going to burn your house down. And then it's going to be, you know, and and he does it. He does do it. He does do it. Everything everything Liam Neeson says in that phone call, It's not does. a threat. It's not a threat. It's not that he does it. Yeah, he does and it. It's, and Colin Farrell's the same way. Threat. They don't have that in the Irish language, too. like the word threat. They're like, oh, we'll just do it. You mean things I said? Yeah. They don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah, they can't yeah, they don't, they don't have that. They just, don't have that mechanism. Words. They're like, oh, well, I said I was going to do it, so I shall. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... I know we already gave this award to re- to Ray Kroc, but the Let's Get Trashed Real Ass Dude of the Week is fucking Patrick Sullivan, who burns his boy's house down just on broad daylight, too. Broad daylight. Badly. It looks it. badly. Like, he's like, all the logs are, like, wet, and, like, yeah. the, it's like, I don't think it's going to burn that way, and then it's just kind of, like, yeah. poorly doing it. It's well, kind of funny. I thought that was kind of funny. It was, it's funny. It's actually two movies in a row I watched where somebody uses an old-timey oil lamp to to kill somebody on fire. It's a I good watched, way to do it. Me and me and uh Andres uh if you're if you're watching this the 
or redid the recent episode on the movie Smile. Oh, I might watch Did that you review. That? I I, uh, I haven't seen it yet. It's on HBO like already. No, Is Barbarians on HBO. Smile's okay. not on HBO, I don't think. But I think uh, it is. I just saw it in theaters. But okay. me and Andres talked about uh, Smile, and there's a there's a um, there's a scene in that where a woman grabs an old timey oil lamp ah. and and uses it to uh, uses it in the fight. <laughs> okay. And the same thing happens here. He just breaks a bunch of the exact. I mean, they look exactly the same, like the yeah. same prop from both movies. I was that's what I noticed. And he uses this to light a bunch of fires and fucking. And so and let's not. I don't even want to spoil if that's the ending or what. You know what happens after that. But man, uh, going from like a really funny, not lighthearted because it was very mean. It was very mean spirited. Yeah, definitely. Well, he kind of changes. It changes him as a person. Like he even does, he does. when he even uh, fucks with. Uh, Column's student and tells him I, know, I guess we're in yeah. spoilers he tells him his dad yeah. died when he didn't just to like make him leave the island and get away from his friend so maybe he could be his friend yeah more. he just did it to sabotage yeah, just yeah to it's sabotage his, sabotage his, his yeah. ex-friend's new friendship yeah it's very mean girls it is That's very, the thing. yeah mean girls is like this is the new mean girls this is the new mean girls yeah Irish I, Irish men Irish. are mean girls alright in my opinion yeah. I'll take that Ireland, dig that you fucking pansies. <laughs> you're grown. You're grown. You're men, grown men. To me, are fucking mean girls. I mean, right? I'll give it to you on the not even knowing what a thread is or saying that you can do a thread and not really do it. That's pretty cool. But also, just you know, maybe yeah. don't be petty. Well, yeah. Hey Ireland, why don't you stop being teenage girls for two seconds? Uh, or, or you know, stop. <laughs> You're either you're either drunks or you're teenage girls. Ireland, you're an embarrassment, all right? Yeah. It's the, not all peaky tra- blinders over there and we let's know get, it. Yeah, let's get trashed uh, official official uh embarrassment country of the week, Ireland. Let's be honest. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders, but is it about Irish men getting their feelings hurt and then doing um, and then not having empty threats? Actually, you know what? It's exactly about that. I wonder. That's 100% what it's about. Well, well, well. It's a, it's about Irish men committing crimes, uh, and then also there's a lot of like, I don't know, he 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 gets pretty emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracking. It's really great. I need to watch the last season. But anyway, yeah, uh, we're coming up. You know, we're coming up almost on an hour. <laughs> a couple things. Uh. I don't know enough about, like, history, specifically the history of fucking rural islands in the North Atlantic. Who would? Yeah, exactly. Maybe Martin McDonough. Maybe he knows more about this, being an actual Irishman, and also who knows. I don't know. I will say, so they, they hint at, like, the topic of depression, uh, they hint at you know he called he refers to the despair he's having. Um, it does not too much, certainly not as much as the movie Smile, but it does delve into something I hate. I'm on the record on this 
program is hating the prevalence of therapy talk in modern language. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and this doesn't this doesn't say quite. This doesn't really go into any of like the emotional uh, any of the buzzwords that uh, sure yeah promulgate promulgate fuck i can't even say that word that uh that are prevalent in like today's lexicon yeah if you're on if you're on twitter or in any like if you're on instagram or anything you're going to see people talking about emotional labor uh which is just a made up bullshit term that again girls made up <laughs> um to fucking ruin everything yeah um but it, it's it's bullshit and it's um it's talking about like i can't you know i have to look out for my own mental health and my own well-being I, I i can't be a part of this i i can't commit this i can't perform this emotional labor right now sure and nothing is real there's no there's no real like emotion or real like feeling behind any of it it's it's uh people use buzzwords to put up a wall between them and somebody else um therapy and psychology in general is a uh it's yeah. a sham of a science and it's most commonly used by people to uh justify justify, their actions yep just yeah justify their their poor actions yeah i mean obviously we're joking and there's some truth in that i'm I'm not joking one okay well joking zero percent i mean i kind of do get that perspective um I wonder about that sometimes, you know, it does feel like another, uh, prop of elitism that you can sort of hoard over people. A hundred percent. Yeah. It feels that way because that's what it is. Yeah. It does feel that way to me sometimes. Um, but okay. Yeah. Uh, the, so the one line that re- that I wrote down that really stuck with me is again, uh, column telling Patrick talk, tell, trying to explain to Patrick why he doesn't want to be friends with them. And telling him he doesn't like his, he doesn't like his polite conversation. He doesn't like, he doesn't like his boring conversation. He doesn't like the the simple talking about the world. He says, "How does it help me?" He says that a few times. How does it help me? Which, oh, as such like a his narcissist, company. Yeah, like how such does a narcissistic view of like a friendship. What made you think that this person's role in their life was to help you? Yeah, uh, you know. It's not a. It's not all about you. You 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 people just exist. Also, I'm gonna say this. He's a he's a big fish in a small pond. He's like the best musician on an island with fucking nobody on it. Mm -hmm. Like, he wants to be remembered. How about this? Once you go somewhere that matters, go to a city. Yeah, go to literally anywhere else. You're in the most inconsequent. The whole point. We know your existence is inconsequential because you're you're looking at a war. You're watching a war zone deciding the fate of your country and you're you're literally a dude on the sh- on the opposite shoreline going like that's wild what's going on over there. I guess yeah. they haven't figured that out. You're 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 as uninvolved in the trajectory of your community and your country as anybody could possibly be. Yeah, you're getting drunk and writing music. Yeah, which is kind of what I'm you, doing uh, while the world's I'm burning. I'm doing it too, so, but I also but don't I know, think. Yeah, I know I'm doing it. I don't think I'm some sort of genius who's sure. like wasting his potential. I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah, that makes and sense. if I'm wasting something, that's 
fine. I but I don't believe that there's a higher anything. Yeah. So for him to be this like you're not going to cut people cynical, off. I mean, I, there's plenty of people I was like, oh, I just don't want to I there's plenty of people you don't want to deal with. Yeah, yeah. But when you run into them, even in a as small a town as sure, Austin, Texas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you run into them and you say fucking hello as, or whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. you're nice and there's plenty of people it's like I've been friends with and you know what and and I, all you have to do is just not call him anymore. Mm-hmm. Obviously you can't but he could he there was a million other ways to make this work to be like hey man I just let's just hang out I, I'm I'm busy doing music stuff so I'll see you at 7. Yeah. Or I'll see you when I see you. And eventually it would just like die. But anyway, I don't know. The that little stuff how does it help me that immediately made me think of the of the phrase emotional labor like how why am i putting in the emotional labor in this conversation yeah and it's a fake it's a fake way to live your life and to it's and a it fake also, way of understanding stuff it's like a forced perspective making someone else feel like absolute shit for your narcissism yeah. Um, so that's kind of interesting too, but yeah, it wasn't over the top. I think with that, or I'm sure it didn't intend no, to be. I, but the, no, but I, yeah, mental health con- is sort of like a like a popular thing right now, for sure. And and yeah. again, I'm I'm fresh off of Smile, which is dripping with that kind of nonsense. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I'm because I'm so anti. I'm so anti like psychology and and the people that that put so much stock in it. I'm sensitive to it. Yeah, you're a rare, I, you're I, a rare breed. I haven't heard someone on the out like on the. I didn't even know there was another other side of that. Uh, most people, you know, it's pretty hot right now. Um, what do you think is good for people? What do you think helps people? You know what? Fucking being nice and literally just doing something. Making. I, mean, it, a, I think just a, not being like making everything so much about you. I think that's actually tearing people apart. A hundred percent. Yeah. I I think that's know, what it is. Doing community stuff. Uh and, and the other thing is that, that I hate the reason one of the main reasons I hate psychology and especially its prevalence in like modern discussion and like vernacular is yeah. I hate corporatism. I I hate uh I hate corporatism and corporate speak. And I, and I, I do too. I hate so the fucking way, much, man. Yeah. I hate the way businesses talk in emails. I can't. <laughs> I live in Dallas, dude. Yeah. I hate the way advertisers talk. I I hate all this fake... uh, I hate these fake discussions you have in meetings. Yeah. The the fake way we phrase things. Nobody says what they mean anymore, and it's... Nobody's honest. It's uh, it's a lack of honesty, and it's a... a, That's a stain. It's a spiritual... It's a stain on your soul. Yeah. to, To live in a constant... To live in a constant realm... Of like, if if you have a office job, you're working eight hours a day, sending emails like, uh, you know, this, all, you know, all these fake. Every job's fake. It's bullshit. Everyone's. It's all yeah. fake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and you send these like delicate emails with like corporate talk, and nobody says what they mean and what they yeah, want, yeah. and and so you do that eight hours a day, and that's that's bad. For, that's bad for your soul to be that dishonest all the time. Yeah, you're just kind of D- like a propped up robot you're you're propped up talk mouth for a fake company you know yes but also you on a personal level you cannot say you can't just get to the point nobody can say what they mean yeah yeah. it's why i would you know every office job i've had i'm like 
I don't fit because I just I can't can't be I real. can't say in forty words what should only take five. But that's what you're supposed to. You're supposed to couch everything. You're supposed to soften everything, and it just takes too long. The other thing is, yeah. you're already doing that eight hours a day at your office. Now you have to do it. Now you have to do it twenty four hours a day in your mind. If you're if you're therapy, so you can't feel your feelings anymore. You can't you can't be honest about anything. You have to like you have to assign it these these psychological conditions mm-hmm. and this use the proper terminology to to really define it yeah as if as if these raw emotions could be uh reduced boiled down to a uh, to a to a reduction of a of a single word to a buzzword yeah yeah to, exactly to a buzzword that yeah. is then going to get misused by a million people and and not understood anyways mm-hmm. um it's it it turns everybody into like delusional liars who can just live this horrendous reality. Mm-hmm. No, um, I like that perspective. That's really interesting. And I think like in a lot of ways can be pretty spot on. Um, I've heard people say therapy, you know, even close friends uh, that it's really helped them. And I think, I think that it has useful, uh, options for people who really cannot express themselves naturally if you need someone to talk to and the only person you can talk to is somebody who's gonna that if, if the only person you feel you can talk to is gonna charge you two hundred dollars an hour that kind of sucks yeah i mean a that a that sucks but b if that helps you you know by all means yeah, yeah. do do what you do what you think is best for you but the problem is I don't see a lot of evidence of like therapists giving out, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've never, I haven't, again, I don't, I've never been to a therapist, but I know plenty of people that go frequently and I don't see any like change. I, I just don't, I don't <laughs> see any evidence of, of, of the, the reality. I, I think, yeah. I think reality is a lot more blunt than most of what's going on nowadays. Yeah. Than a nice so, therapy office. This kind of uh, no. This is interesting. Maybe we don't. Ha- yeah, we can put it in. Yeah. I think it's fine. I'm not. No, it's. Yeah. I'm leaving it all in. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this out. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, but that's that is my. And again, none of my complaints are intended to make me to make our listeners think that this movie's not good. <laughs> the movie's yeah, great. Yeah. No, there's to- uh, there's tones of uh men. No, there's not tones of mental illness. I wouldn't say it's mental illness. I would just say it's like. His friend needed to call him out in ways that he did as a human and say, dude, you're being a fucking asshole. And that's honestly yeah, the most of what needed to happen. Every, everybody said that to him. His priest says that to him. That's in the yeah. trailer the, when he's like, is it a sin to just not talk to my... And the priest is like, it's no, not but nice. it's not nice yeah. either. So people are calling and, him and out. He, and, he, and he leaves thinking that that's completely invaluable. Mm-hmm. He that's he thinks that's a waste of time from his priest. When, so it when, just uh, makes a, that a person spiritual, yeah. a narcissist. And then you're like, okay, 100%. well, they're like they're fucking, you know, like that's just their true self. Yeah, you know. And then this this poor bastard, such a sweetheart guy, he can't handle it. Yeah. Um, and it, it everything you know devolves. I don't even want to touch Barry's side plot. Um. Although he was great, he might have been he the was best. Honestly, incredible. I don't know what man. makes somebody the best actor in a film, but 
transformation. Yeah, that's exactly. Thank you. As far as the transformative aspect of of that guy, uh, Dominic Kearney. So the the character's name is Dominic. Dominic. The actor is Barry Keegan. I love him, man. That actor is so sick. He was great. He's also in the Green Knight. He's 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 always playing like cool characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything else. I'll have to look at his. IMDb Everything he's in is cool. Recognize, but he did the most. Unless he's like that in real life, he no. had the most no. um, technical transformation where he's like doing things. He's doing things with his face. He's he's doing things, but none of it's over the top. Mm-hmm. It seems very realistic and like lived in. Yes, it seems but very he, lived in. He's the one that's, that's like. Way to put it. He's the one that's the most playing a character. I think. And I think that, you only that, need in, one of those in a movie that involves, yeah, that you know, everybody else is like, kind of in, you know, pa- Pat or Colin Farrell's the straight guy. He's the straight man, yeah, right. Uh, his best friend is the monster, essentially, uh-huh. and you have like the transformative character. Uh, you know, like there was some with it was a good his, mix. You know, the whole yeah. tone was really cool, for sure. And then, and it also shows everybody's going through their own kind of struggle. Yeah, Which even a on a small really fucking island, especially on, on an small, island. Where, yeah, you know. on a small island, everybody's going through something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, I don't want to spoil that other subplot, but it's like, are, where is there an opportunity? Where is there an opportunity to do this person some good? Did yeah. we did we miss an opportunity? Maybe we did. Maybe when we are being so sad about our own friendship dissolving. We're missing an opportunity to help somebody else who's clearly going through, or not clearly, but in hindsight, was clearly going through something on their own. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, a beautiful a movie, a beautiful movie with a lot of themes on on friendship and uh, just being human. Yeah, humanity. It's a very, very human movie. I figured you would like this movie because of just I how human it. it was. That's a, I loved it. Yeah, I loved all the characters, even the monstrous one. He made he he made he was consistent. He made sense. It was you know it it's crazy to do that to yourself, but he said it and he did it. <laughs> the and Irish he said way. why he's going to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> F- character motivation yeah. uh, from beginning to end, character motivation is like makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you liked so, it. I figured you would. This was like a yeah. pr- pretty much a home run of a movie, you know. For sure. Like, so good. I yeah. loved it. I'm going to rewatch the other Martin McDonough. I've never seen uh Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. So I guess I'll watch that. Yeah. I have watched In Bruges. I maybe oh, I'll did, watch that tonight. Yeah, I haven't seen did it. Did he do Wait a minute. No, this is something else. Um another Irish movie I watched years ago uh called Brooklyn. That was really good. Called Goodfellas. Um, yeah, I watched a movie called Goodfellas. I watched a movie called The Irishman. That's a great Irish movie. Great. I mean, top Irish. That's movie. the thing is top all Irish. the best. All the best Irish are written and directed by an Italian. All right. Real Irish, you're a bunch of pussy. Uh, real Irish, don't forget you're embarrassing. We Fa- need an, an Italian man to make you look cool. Yeah, exactly. You're only cool. The only cool Irish people are in movies made by Italians. All right. Don't <laughs> ever forget it. We right. won't let Coppola you. And, we won't let you. Coppola, yeah, Coppola and Scorsese have made 100% of the cool Irish characters. Absolutely. All right? 
So Ireland, you're on notice. All right, we're not going to give you many more opportunities. Uh, before before the Italians before Italian Americans just take it from you're you. You're so right? close to fucking it the up. departed. The, everybody yeah, in the departed go. is is so much sicker than mm. actual Irish people. <laughs> and we know that everyone knows that. Yeah, everybody. And you know who knows it the most? Irish in people. their fucking soul is the Irish. <laughs> uh, all right, that's enough of that. <laughs> I'm glad we ended on a on a Somehow more charming. Just uh, I'm glad we ended on yeah. a funnier note than yeah. me just railing. This comedy, psychology. this this podcast is a comedy. It's not a tragedy. It, it is a funny podcast. I think so. It makes me laugh yeah. whenever I have to it's edit it and funny. watch some stuff. Shit makes me laugh. And don't forget, viewers, that is 100. You want to call somebody a narcissist? Call me a narcissist because 100 percent of the reason I do this is because it's fun for me and it makes me laugh. That's perfect. And I enjoy talking to my friends who also make me laugh. <laughs> Or make me think or make me whatever. They're interesting to me. Yeah. Fuck. You know what? I'm back. I take it back. I'm back on team column because I don't want to have, if I have, yeah. I don't have my, I don't have my boring friends. I have plenty of boring I friends. I think it's just the way you do it. Sweet people. The way you go about it is important. You know, if you're cutting people off and they really need your attention for some reason. It is tough on an island, dude. You got to, yeah. you got to accept On an island, you pretty much just, you have to get along. I remember I had a job one time. It was me and one other guy in a truck. And we didn't speak for six months. And in my head, I was like, dude, we have to get along. We just have to. Like, there's no... And eventually we did. Did you y'all know? not speak for... Oh, because he didn't get he along? Didn't, he didn't want to speak to me. He didn't want to get along with me. And, Honestly, I was, and I mean, in, my, in my head, I was like, dude, we got to get along. Like, we're spending eight hours a day together. Like, I don't know. You, that's actually kind of cool. It just was, to have, like... like it was annoying. old-timey, like, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's very romantic. That's a very Scorsese thing of like. Maybe it was just sexual two- tension. Was I just misreading it? Was it just sexual tension? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, just two dudes working a shitty truck job and just they don't speak to each other because they just don't because they don't have to. Not even that they don't hate each other or yeah. like each other. It's just like they don't have to. Being so beaten down by a job that you don't do anything that's not required. Required. <laughs> You're like, that includes I have that, no more energy. That includes saying one word to a dude that's. I next mean, we to you would be in a truck for four hours a day, and you know, what like on is average. This, 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 this was an AB left. job I had where I was an oh. installer, uh, and yeah, it was just funny to me. But in my head, I'm like, dude, it would be so much more fun if we just like got along. Like this job would be way more. It, to me, it would be easier. You know. Yeah. But yeah. All right, Jimmy. Where can the folks find you before we get cut off? Oh yeah. Um. So we got Instagram. We got Sleepy Cowboy TX is the uh, best place to do that. Awesome. Yep. Sleepy Cowboy TX on Instagram. You can find me obviously on Twitter at Nick Tazo. As long as Twitter's around, which who knows how long that's going to be. Thank God. Thank you, Elon, for destroying Twitter. You're the best. We owe you a great, huge debt of gratitude as a society. Um, also find me on Instagram at Nictazo Drums. Like and subscribe. Share the podcast, please. We'd really appreciate it. And tell us what you thought of the film. Please leave us a comment. Watch this movie. Drink Guinness and tell us if you thought this was good or not. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Let's get trashed. Wow. Is it really less than a minute? Is it still going? Dude. Did I not record? Did you not?